evening, everyone, boys and girls. Um, welcome to TMA Friday Night Live. Uh, as always, with the pitch, and I'm joined by the legend that is Super Danny Iron. Evening, mate. How are you, mate? You okay? Yeah, living the dream as ever, mate. Um, just yeah. big shout out as ever uh, to the Watford Football Club, former, a former players club. Um, head on over to facebook.com forward slash uh, uh, players for that. And obviously, we've got some juicy news about an 11.30 um, meet with uh, Luther Blissett. I'll give you more info on that um, during the show. But yeah, let's get all your opinions through about the game um, at, the, at the Vic, at the Mecca, uh, between the Hornets and Bristol City. Just apologies for anyone struggling to get on the forum. Um, they've banned me from posting on any forums because I've had an altercation with another um, football fan, shall we say, on another page. So Facebook have banned me until Monday. So just apologies for that. We are on YouTube and Twitter still. So um, I'm not completely banned for once. Um, but yeah, anyway, enough of that, mate. Um, Nigel Pearson coming back um, to the club. Obviously, um, many people have managed, shall we say. But yeah, it's it should be anything... Um, you know, from the last last game, anything anybody saw the last game, mate. Um, yeah, it should be a decent game, mate. I, I'm like I said before we went live. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, like I said to you off camera, you know, we're just having a we're just having a poor season. You know, every team, you know, bar obviously, you know, you maybe you look at you look at in the Prem now. You know, Chelsea having a poor season, Liverpool having a season. These are well established, huge clubs. Every team go go through having poor season. We're just having one of them. Seasons, but um, yeah, I'll always, no matter what position we're in, I'll always look forward to watching Watford. You know, they're my team, I love them regardless. So, um, I, I, you know, keep saying every week, but I just hope the players do perform. You know, because the first half against Coventry was superb. You know, it was really well, you know, well deserved, you know, lead at half time. And then the, sec the, the second half, it just, you know, it's just went back to, went back in their shells and the same old Watford. So, um, I just hope that for once they can play for nine minutes tomorrow. Yeah, I, I like to point that out, and you put a, put a bloody good point up there, mate, as well, because it was a game of two halves last game, and you know, look, the start was I thought personally, I thought it was excellent the first half from us. The right response, okay, our um, confidence is shattered, um, and you could clearly see that in the second half. But yeah, you hit the nail on the head, mate. Ninety minutes, if we can get anything, anything near to ninety minutes with the performance that we had, especially in the first half, then. Um, I'm confident we're going to win. What do you reckon, mate? Well, uh, I mean, being confident for what for win nowadays is probably stressing it too far. But you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it, honestly, we do. We just want to see a performance, you know, because playoff it is it, slipping away now. It, it's been realistic. It's not going to happen. So from now to the season, let's just let's just put in some performances. But what that, that, that that's all we want. We just want to see performances, and I, I, I'm hoping he, you know. He mixed the team round again because I, I just got a special mail. I thought Ryan Andrews was very good Monday. I thought he was thought he did well on his debut. Um, Sal, I mean, Sal was just he was just um, he, I, I don't know how he lasts that time. I mean, Sal is just he's so frustrating. He, he really well. I mean, round a lot of hands up Monday. A lot of hands were on, were on his back and quality. So he was just so lazy. I mean, I remember one, one opportunity in the first half, or I can't remember in the second half. I can't remember, but. There was um, one opportunity where he he sort of just he, he stuck a foul, but not not any attempt to really get the ball. He stuck his foot out, did it once, did it twice, and let a player just get past him. It's just so lazy. I mean, if you had anything about him, you'd try all to you know to, to win that ball. He's just so frustrating. Um, gutted for a summer longer. Thought he started the game really well, played a part in the first goal. So he's going to be out maybe for hopefully it's not too serious, but I think he's definitely going to be out tomorrow. Um, 
I thought Aruz, he did okay. Nothing amazing, but I could, you can kind of see why he's not really been picked. Because um, he wasn't, you know, everyone, he wasn't poor for any information, but he wasn't, you know, he didn't really have an awful, awful impact on the game. Um thought P- Pedro, Pedro was very good at first half, but then I just think him and then the other players followed suit. The second half form was just, just dropped. But um, I, I, I do think, you know, a couple of, couple of changes again will be needed needed tomorrow. And then we'll, we'll see what happens. What changes are those going to be then, mate? I mean, you've uh, highlighted a few plays, which is quite valid points. Um, do you think uh, any... Any major changes possible? Uh, Would you start Ryan team. Andrews, for instance? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Ryan Andrews. Um, he was he was decent. Um, you might probably see Davis come back in if if he's fit. Um, because if not, then you might see Aruz. But again, who who knows? Um, yeah, you might see Davis come back in. If if I was the manager, I would definitely not be picking Sar hundred percent. I would definitely be playing you know Semmer all all day long ahead of Sar all day long. Um, you. <sighs> It's gonna be an interesting one. The midfield, I think, Miff Chowder Chowder lose. I mean, that they they played, didn't they? Regardless, and it's just a case of yeah, the midfielder or does he play? You know, with Pedro and then someone else up front. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting. I think you'd imagine Batman will come straight back in. You would imagine, who knows? But um, we'll just have to wait and see. But I, I do expect there to be. You know, one or two changes, but again, that that remains to be seen. Which players? Mm, exactly, mate. I, I would personally like to see next season. Okay, this is we're we're talking about current season. We're talking obviously talking about the current game, Bristol City. But I'd love to see Andrews and Morris get a, an extended run to the end of the season as right and left back. That'd be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Honestly, mate, certainly bodes well for the future. A um, few people already messaging. Obviously, the old man, uh, Pappy, has as well. Um, Chris Kidd says hi all evening, Chris. Mr. Kusak, who's, um, if you've seen his lovely crafted clock that he's done, um, looks excellent. Mr. Kusak, evening, mate. Halsey says, evening, guys. Hope is all well. Um, Gary, I'll come straight to you, um, straight to your point in a second, mate. Halsey's also said, why isn't the young lad who signed pro not given a chance? Um, Elliot Iron, all the irons are on today. He said, evening, mate. He says, I would like to see Eddie Embo on the bench tomorrow. Absolutely, 100%, mate. I do agree with that. And he says, we should start Morris tomorrow as Kamara. Is awful. Yeah, so Gary, the old man, said, um, well, the rumours going around about a new manager coming in, so Chris won't be here next season. Let's hope it's a Ben Manga manager. Let's hope the players turn up. Yeah, yeah, what, what's your thoughts on that in the week? Because it, obviously, like like you've said before, and I agreed with that, it's the clubs are, um, shall we say, a circus in many ways. Um, and it certainly was evident this week when the, uh, I think, Talk Sport came out and... Uh, started um, throwing out some accusations or rumours that we may be sacked uh, prematurely. But then obviously mm. the club came out and had to quash the rumours. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Well, first and foremost, for Watford to come out and publicly back the manager is uh, is is comes few and far between. So I was surprised when they come out and actually back the manager and saying he's staying for once. Um, but do, do you know what? Um, I think the first person or one of the first persons to leak it was um, that Sam Matter phase. I mean, just... Just full of, to be honest, he's full of shit. Really. Twatter face, as I call him. Full of shit. Stuff he comes yeah. out of is ridiculous. You know, it. Oh, the, the headline was like Chris Wilder faces a sack, but he's only on contract at the end of the season. So they were saying, oh, Chris Wilder faces a sack at the end of the season. Well, no, because he's only on a contract at the end of the season. So you don't, you can't sack a manager when he's out of contract, can you? So, um, whatever way you look at it, we, we know, we know, I, I mean, it's clear to see, I think there is going to be big changes in the summer. One of them is probably going to be manager. Will Wilder stay? Will Wilder go? 
you know that it, you know, I think Walt Wald has actually come out and said to a few people, you know, in scenes of Watford that he wants to stay at Watford. Why he would want to stay, I don't know. But you've you've got a you've got to say fair play to him for wanting to stay. So, but you know, his is he going to be the man to take us forward? Will Ben Manga, Costa, Pozzo, Dutchby, whoever whoever's in charge of this decision, will they will they you know give him the chance to take us forward? I'm not too sure. They might want their own man. Who knows? But what, whatever it is, you know. They've, they've got to get it right. It's simple as that. It's literally it's it's coming now where it's sort of a last chance now because you know we've only got one more one more year left of parachute payments and then 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 stuff will start getting tight and we'll have to we'll start panicking. And I don't want that. We've sort of so we've got one more year where they need to get it right. Otherwise, we'll be looking at a long time in championship. I've just got this horrible feeling, but we'll see. Mm, exactly, mate. And we, me, you, everyone said it that if um, we need to get someone who either Ben Mangan knows or he shares the same sort of philosophy with because that's we need to have that link, um, a good good relationship between Ben Manga and the new head coach that is coming in. Obviously, if it's not Wilder, obviously I'd love to see Wilder stay next season, but if he doesn't, he need it needs to be the right appointment. Um, the Pozzos need to, you know, stop it and interfering and let Manga and the head coach just work. They've been paid to do a job. Let them do their mm. job. So that's, I mean, that, that's what they've come here for. That's what they're coming mm. for. Um, what, why else would they come here? Because, you know, they've, they've left a, a well-established Bundesliga club in Frankfurt. They won Europa League a couple of seasons ago. Why on earth would they leave a club like that to come to Watford if if they wasn't being given any sort of control? So if I, if I was Gino and Scott, I'd be like, right, G- Gino, just, Gino just gives them money. That's his job. He's the owner. Just give them money. Duxbury controls, you know, all the other aspects, but let Manga and Costa do their magic. Just let them let them scout the players. Of course, Gino Pozzo has his has his scouts. You know, it, it's well known that he has whatever you say. He's got a brilliant scouting network. The players, South American stuff. But give them money to Costa. Give them money to Manga. Let them work their magic, and then you you hope things will you, you will start to improve. But and, and until until the point where Manga and Costa have you know let and, until the point where Pozzo and Duxby let. Costa and Manga have control of the club and what they want to do. Things will just be the same. You've you, you brought these two in. You've got to let them do what they're good at, which is you know is is building a football team and and, and hopefully a sustainable Premier League team. Hopefully, but you know it, it remains to be seen whether you know Pozzo and Duxby will will let them do their job. But you'd like to hope they will. Well, yeah, break a habit of a lifetime, mate. They were supposed to be mm. doing that at the start of the season, but hey, hey, yeah. we've talked to death about that. So let's, like you yeah. said, let's hope let's hope it changes in some small way, and they can let them just get on with it without any interference. Right? Okay. So obviously tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon at the Mecca at Vicarage Road, three pm kickoff. Referee is Dean Whitestone. Assistant referees are Daniel Leach and Rob Smith. Fourth official was Cole Brook. Um, yeah. So Bristol unbeaten um, in April. Um, with a win over Stoke in between points against Reading and high-flying Middlesbrough. Pearson side coming into the match against the Hornets in decent form. They're currently 13th in the championship. Um, obviously, one place one place um, below the Hornets. Um, they will be hoping to maintain their impressive run as they look to uh, um, end the season on a high, as indeed we all do. Um, OK, so a bit of team news. Um, for, for the Hornets, obviously, it's a start off with... Uh, Davis is expected to be back. Well, Asabalonga won't be involved, obviously, with his, so we say, complimentary hamstring injury that we seem to get every month um, against Coventry City. So he won't, obviously, he'll be missing out. So um, completely agree with Elliot. 
if um, Eddie Emmer should be on the bench, he'll be very shocked if he isn't. Um, Bristol City, got Alex Scott returns in contention after short spin on sidelines. Um, Kai Naismith, decent player, actually. I've, I've heard of him. Um, returned to the pitch against Middlesbrough, come through unscathed. Um, Wilder was saying, Bristol City are a young side um, and another team we have found that consistency, a consistency hard to get. They have had some really good um, results and also we... Um, what we will, you know, what you're going to get with Nigel Pearson, and he says, "I like it that way." If we stick together on Saturday against a talented side that Nigel's got, uh, then hopefully we can stick, uh, we can stick a decent performance together and match that result. So, um, yeah, Wilders obviously coming coming out fighting talk once again. You know, stressing the point that you know we need to we need to first earn us uh, earn our right to get anything from a game in this division. Um, one of the most unforgiving leagues in world football as far as I'm concerned and yeah Saturday's no different Danny is it it's not um you know it's we are coming to the end of the season now you know game games are slowing down you know let's just you know like, like I said before we've had a crap season we all know about a crap season every team goes through this let's just you know let's just crack on for the end of the season you know rebuilding summer I mean seems to say rebuilding summer but let, let's just let's just as much as we can, just just enjoy the rest of the season, like I say, as much as we can, and then we'll um, we'll hopefully refresh and crack on next uh, next season. Mm. Yeah, Stan's putting. I'll I'll throw out a few comments before we get to this one. I'll ask your opinion on this, mate. Um, Kusex, but give Wilder a two-year contract. Stick with him for at least a year. Come hell and high water, we've heard that before, mate. Um, he must mm -hmm. be given time uh, to bring in his players. And ditch the ones he doesn't want. Um, Stan B's on evening, mate. It's his evening, lads. Late again, but hey, um, Les Cheeseman, the thumbs up from Les. Uh, Halsey's also said Borough one new up against Norwich already. Um, he's also said Pearson was one manager that was disappointed about when he left. Um, yeah, don't get me started. I've made my point on that pr uh, quite clear on numerous times. But Danny, um, Stan saying, what sort of welcome with will Pearson get tomorrow? I hope it's a good one. He was a victim of Potts and Duxbury too. I mean, no doubt he should he should get a decent one. I've always thought Pearson's a good manager. But, well, yeah, what's your opinion on that, mate? Well, um, you know, Pearson, when he come in, he he started off, you know, he was coming to do do a job and he, he picked up a lot of points. You know, we had that win against Man U. We had that win against Wolves. I think Bournemouth win, Aston Villa. So he picked up, you know, a lot of wins in a short space of time. And obviously he come in and then COVID happened, which... I think it affected, you know, a lot of teams. It affected us the most because literally just before COVID, we were, I think we were flying or, well, we weren't exactly flying, don't get me wrong, but we we, 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 were, we were looking good. We were looking good to stay up. You know, I, I thought at, at that time, I thought, right, we, we're looking good to stay up here. I and mean, obviously then COVID happens and then it just, um, it way left him disappointed. You know, he's, he's all, you hear these rumours about him having a, a big, big argument with Messina, called him out, etc. But you don't know, but I, I like Pearson. I thought he did a good job. Um, Obviously, he, he was only Pearson was only ever going to be a short term option. What we all knew that at the time, so I think he'll get good. I mean, personally, I, I will applaud him because I thought he did a good job. Didn't do really anything wrong. He was there to do a job, and he did his job at that time. He did a job. You know, he wasn't really. I mean, he probably yes. I mean, let's be honest. Before he before he took over, we were already looking over our shoulders anyway. But he probably did all, all his best he could to keep us up, and unfortunately, it didn't happen. But that's the way it goes. But. It, I think he'll get a reception. He won't, he won't be obviously, you know, 
he won't won't be booed. He won't it won't be a standing ovation. But I think he'll get he'll get a decent reception. Don't get me wrong. Mm, exactly. I certainly respected him for calling out the players, and he was once again another victim of um, telling the truth. Uh, against a bad culture, to be honest. And yeah, I'll certainly be clapping him when he comes back, um, certainly to the club. Just a shout out, mate. And obviously, um, we'll get to uh, the... Uh, it's still in progression. We've got the centre-backs this week. Um, just before we do that, mate, if you don't mind, I'm just going to quickly shout, yep. shout this out. Um, and then we'll get straight onto it because I, I'm certainly... I was digesting a couple of the, the choices that you've got, mate, and some classic choices um you've really done yourself on the center back department mate so i can't wait for that um big big shout out and um, this is from luther bliss it says he did ask the question why he's celebrating on saturday um he said did you get it right 47 years tomorrow i stepped out for my full jb with the hornets and did i score i always score and um he always scores on his debut um obviously luther bliss he says i'm hoping that at least four at least 47 of you will get will come along to rather special football family photo by the Horns Pub at 11:30 a.m. tomorrow. So if you can get down there at 11:30, the festivities start. It's hosted by Enjoy the Games, um, uh, one and only Richard Short Shorty himself. Um, the pub is opening specially and will be offering their football breakfast, bacon and sausage, uh, baps and chips. A great place to for everyone to feel at home, especially with that name. So that's the Horns Pub. Tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Obviously, this does not clash with the bunker. So if the bunker is open, I can't 110% um, confirm that. But if it is open, um, then it doesn't clash there. So it, we, it finishes at 12.30 and then everyone get down to the club. So, um, yeah, that's tomorrow morning, 11.30. Watford's favourite son, Lufa Bliss, is going to pop down for an hour. And that will be hosted by Enjoy the Game's very own Richard Short, Shorty, good friend of the um, the pod. So, yeah, if you can get down there, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that would be absolutely fantastic. And obviously, uh, do apologise. I haven't posted up um, much on um, TaylorMade Army because um, I'm banned from <laughs> pages and groups for a bit because um, some of the same, some unsavoury words I've been saying. So, I, you live and learn, guys. But anyway, that's it. I'm really looking forward to this segment from Danny, mate. Um, with the with the centre backs, mate. So yeah, yeah. So obviously, this is obviously for the viewer, the viewers to vote. Centre backs, so six choices. So obviously, there's two two options. So so the the most voted two options will be the centre backs. So you got Sebi Pradel, Gabby Angela, Craig Kafka, Adrian Mariapa, Francisco Siralta, Miguel Britos. For me, they're probably the the six probably most sunny. Maybe could have Cabaselli, but let's be honest, he's a donkey. Um, you could have included um, Eunice Kabul. I thought he was okay when he was at Watford. Um, Nathan Aki had a really good season at Watford. Tommy Hoban, I know he, you know, seen him cut short for injury, but you know, when he was he was there, did did a job. Joel Ekstrand was decent. So did many others, but these are these are my six, and I'll let let the viewers crack on. So. Choose whatever two you want, and the, the most voted two are going in will be the Pozzo centre backs. Exactly, mate. I'll give my suggestion, mate. I'm go. Oh, I was really hard to go for Prodil and um, Britos, but I'm gonna go for Cathcart and Prodil. Yeah, personally. I mean Cathcart purely just for you know longevity. You know he's you know he's won. Was it he won? Yeah, he's won two promotions. Um, captain for a lot of, for a lot of games. Scored some important goals. You know, I can remember the goal he scored in pro season that. 
overhead kick against Birmingham, very important goal. I think he's just. I think he will go down as a, as a genuine le- a legend at Watford. Um, yeah, um, Halsey, mate. The, it's the it's the Potso's um, eleven. I know what you mean, mate. Johnny Mack will be on there every single time, so don't worry about that. And obviously, know, David Holdsworth. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, a given. It's, it's just Potso eleven, just players that yeah. played into the Potso. So obviously, obviously, because any of the, these players wouldn't be any, anywhere near the all-time Watford eleven. So <laughs> this is this is just a this is just a Potso eleven. But yeah, if it was down to me, I would go. Probably, I'll probably go Prado and Kafka as well. That that would be Marty, I think, Prado and Kafka. But again, mm. it's not down to me. It's down to the viewers. Yeah, it's down to you, the fellow fans. Get, yeah. get contacted. Don't listen to me because I don't know nothing. I don't know as much yeah. as Danny. So just listen to Danny, not me. Honestly, I'm being serious there. Halsey's saying, Danny, every manager is a short-term option nowadays, sadly. Yeah. Um, it's also the centre-backs. Yeah, we've the Johnny Mac one. Um, right, Stan B said, Prodal and Duskart. Well, our mate, he's doing the Duskart thing. Good man. Yeah. Um, Prodal, Prodal and Kafkart, obviously Duskart. So we've got mm. two two votes for them. Maps and Britos that's from Elliot. Yeah, That's not bad, not bad. Yeah. Uh, voice of Reason um, from yeah, Elliot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Kusek says, Prodeal and Cathcart, no-brained. Um, and Prodeal and Cathcart, it's probably, at the moment, it's Prodeal and Cathcart, but our big shout-out, obviously, is an always to Elliot, because uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really shocked that Nomi's met Zangela, because I, I thought I thought he was really, really good. When two seasons we had him, I thought he was class. You know, he's, he's, he's scored a lot for a centre-back. He's scored a lot of goals. Um yeah, what 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 did you make of Angela Pidge? I thought he was brilliant for us. No, I thought he'd done all right. I've, I, I, it's only because you've got you've got Kafka. I, I mean, Gary's put Kafka and Siri out. I mean, you could mm. easily put him because he was he was excellent on his first season with us. Um, yeah. But yeah, Angela, yeah, he, no one's shouting him, which is quite surprising. I really put Prodo and Kafka because I love Prodo. I think Prodo's the mm. best. Him and him and Kafka are very close as the best defenders in yeah. um, the Pozzo era. I love Prodil. It's just a shame it sort of petered out near the end. But do, 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 you know, do you know what? You make you may call me stupid, but I was so tempted to put Porteous there. I think Porteous is quality. I, I genuinely think he's going to be he's going to be one of the best best signings Pozzo era. I think he's going to have a, a a very good career. What? But hundred percent captain for me next season. Hundred percent. Mm. Oh, I can't. I can't call you stupid with that, mate. Um, Nick G said, "Name escapes me." Um, <laughs> for when you find out, mate, message it in. Yeah, obviously. Don't know <laughs> who. That's it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I can't really call you stupid for that, mate. I'll probably call you stupid for other things to your face. Yeah. I won't do it on stream, but yeah, yeah. We're, we're Portis. Yeah, hundred percent. Go be captain. Um, thankfully, Woody isn't on, or it would have been called Crowdill and Pathcart. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is watching. He's probably going, Oh, so you're a bastard, but there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah like he's agreeing with you as well. Next year, Portis will be there. Oh, 110% if he's, st- if he's still here, mate, because he's that mm. good. Mm. He's, um, remember, obviously, it's a couple of games ago, but you, you saw it as well. I mean, I was slightly nearer, but you would have definitely seen it as well. I mean, when Portis threw his head to push that away from the guy's foot in the first half. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a proper centre half. Proper centre half. Sticks his body on the line. Don't take no shit. And do, do you know what? I can, I can remember his debut gets ready and obviously where he scored. Within first few minutes, you can hear him barking orders, shouting. That's what you want as a captain. We haven't had that captain. So, you know, as much as we love Craig Kafka, he doesn't doesn't strike to me as the person that's going to gear the team up, going to be vocal. 
he, I mean, he's just purely captain, you know, because of his age, because of his experience. And same with Jao Pedro, I, I, I'm, he probably does, doesn't really speak a lot of English. So he's, as, mu- as much as how good Jao Pedro is, he doesn't strike me as a captain sort of player because he can't really have that communication with the players. Whereas Porteous, obviously, he just seems like so vocal and he, he seems the kind of player that, that can gear, gear the whole team up. You know, that's for me why he should be captain next season. Is that, I mean, before we get, obviously, get the predictions through um, for, for the game, is that, I mean, it's be, pro, because we're English, that's mm. how we've always, we've looked yeah. up to captains. It's not really, um, you've got the Beckhams and players like that that were sort of led by example, and it's possibly what they're looking at Cathcart and even, you know, to a certain degree, Pedro, to just get out there and perform. But like me and you are both in agreement that a captain in our mould, is a one that not necessarily shouts, but leads by example, talks mm. to the players and, you know, basically organises. That's how, what yeah, captain yeah, should be. For, for me, you know, I'll, I'll go back to, you know, when my, my, my under 11 team, my coach, my captain, he's, he's the most vocal. He's never negative. He's always encouraging. And, and he's an absolute rocket at the centre-back. So for me, a, a captain should always be, it should always be someone in the centre of the pitch, you know, someone who can see... Preferably, you know, you look at a centre back because you can see a lot of the game forward. You know, my my captain, like I said, he's, he's the most vocal. You know, he's, he's always communicating. He's always encouraging. Never negative. One of my better. It always helps. You, you you've got you've got to be you know one of the first names on the team team to be captain. There's no point. You know, we we'll go back to Tom Cleverley. What why we Tom Cleverley was captain? I never know because he was never going to play all the time. But you know that that's that's gone. Um, so yeah, captain for me should be. First and foremost, it's got to be vocal. There's no no good being a captain just 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 for the sake of being the best player. You've got to be vocal. You've got to be encouraging. Don't don't want to see any negative negative you know negative things. You know, throwing your arms around. You, you know, it, it's got to be stuff like that. And for me, Porteous just he leads by example every game. He he just I, I don't know how old he is. What is he? 22, 23, something like that. He just mm. he plays the game like he's like he's an experienced centre half, but he's got so many years ahead of him. And I it's like at any sense, they would give him that captain's armband. Yeah, I think straight away at pre-season, or even give it to him for a couple of games at the end of this season, just to get a feel. Are yeah. you ready for it? Do you feel like you're ready for it? But a captain needs to be vocal in the dressing room. He needs to be the leader, the link between the head coach and the team. He needs to be in the middle of that. So he's the one they communicate with. Um, obviously, leader on the pitch, he needs to chat to the players. Doesn't have to. I mean, you've seen captains, mate, and you must have seen it, even playing in your level and obviously coaching as well. That mm. you know, standing there and just going, "Come on, come on!" Doesn't actually yeah. screaming that. Doesn't actually. Do you know what? One of my one of my fa- favorite ever captains of Watford is John Eustace. I absolutely loved him. He's probably probably my favorite ever captain. You know, just the way the way he just demanded, just. Net, he, he just demanded everything from all his players, you know. And I think we, we really, when he was out the side for a period of time, we really missed him just for his vocal. And um, obviously, Jaden Merritt's up there for me. I mean, Jaden Merritt's one of my all time favourite players. When he was captain, I thought he was excellent. But for me, John Hughes just epitomised everything that a captain should be, you know, vocal, very, very, very good player, Did, very underrated player, John Eustace, you know, vocal, um, you know, encouraging, you know, everything, what a captain should be. I mean, John Eustace for me was, was outstanding captain. Yeah, I mean the Pozzo one. There was only one, and that was Deeney. But um, oh, of course, hundred percent, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Taking Deeney away and taking the eighties away because you know I'll, I'll be preaching the eighties all day long. It'd be yeah. with me. It'll be obviously Holdsworth and Hesse um, yeah. as captains. You've got Marn, Gavin Marn, um, Eustace, hundred ten percent. Yeah, um, is really the main ones. And Jay Demerit. They're, yeah, yeah. they're my five captains in between the Pozzo and the 80s, if you sort of mm. go left field and yeah. 
looking at those. Oh, oh, obviously, Deeney's obviously he's 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 the captain. You know, he just to pick my every what was about. But I'd seen John Hughes is definitely runs him runs him close. But you know, can you imagine if we if we had you know Deeney and use? I mean, we, we we did for a little a little time. We had Deeney and use as the same team, but obviously. We only really had them in the team where Eustace was coming to the end of his Watford career, and when Deeney was sort of at the start, so we never really saw him together at, at, at their peak. So that would have been an interesting, um, interesting matchup then too. But yeah, um, that's one thing we have lacked recently. We've since since Deeney left, we have we just have we've got no leaders in it. You've got to have a leader in that team if you want to be successful. You've got to have a leader, and you've also got to have a balance of you know young players, old players. You've got to have complete balance, and that's that's why teams are successful because they they can mix things up. Yeah, you need a strong spine. You need four or five captains or potential yeah. captains that talk. You need one central figure that's the link, like I've already said. You know, one central one, so there's no egos. You've got one stable captain and everyone else. Um, Kusak saying, Pedro is captain, £5 million more on his transfer fee. Halsey says, Scottish folk are known, uh, not known uh, for being quite unassuming. Uh, Porteous for captain. He's also said we need to make sure we keep hold of Porteous. He's playing well for Scotland, and that will be it. Will have him noticed. And Elliot's put a good point. What about Deeney when he was captain? Yeah, we've already said and completely agree, Elliot. Um, really, like you said, typifies everything um, that a captain should be, mate. But um, yeah, prediction, mate. And and how do you think generally the game's going to get go tomorrow? Who knows? Who knows how the game's <laughs> going to go and what it's going to be? Generally, who knows? Um, uh, generally, I'm I'm going to sit on the fence. I genuinely have no idea. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm sitting on the fence. I'm a fence sitter today. I just do not know what Watford's going to turn up. Of just course, don't of course, get any splinters there, mate. Just don't no, get no, splinters on the fence, mate. It's starting to starting to work. It's genuinely starting to work. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. But obviously, of course, I want us to win. But I just have no idea what Watford's going to turn up. I really don't. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll go from usual two one. Uh, I'm going there. You know, obviously it's been it's been a shit season, like you said. But I'm just gonna go there, cheer the horns on. Hopefully, you get some sort of performance. Sam's saying three two Watford, nervous at the back, confident up front. Um, Halsey's also said um, he's going for a one one draw. Two one Watford, Elliot. I salute you, young man. He's his last minute winner. Um, yeah, I'll certainly take that fella. Right. Um, okay, guys and girls. Um, we'll see you tomorrow tomorrow night. As always, the fans heard it. We'll get all your opinions through uh, about the game against Bristol City at the Mecca. And then Sunday night, TMA Sunday Light, as always, we'll get all your all your topics. Um, you choose the topics, we will discuss them. So we'll get all them. Um, as always, so thank you very much, guys and girls. Danny, any last any last um, words and rec all requests? You know? So I think it's clear that Prodal and Kafka are the clear centre-backs for this yeah. team. Clear as day, yeah. So Prodal, Kafka... You're in. So the team so far, Ben Foster in goal. Holobas left back. Your centre-half, Sebastian Prado, Craig Kafka. Next week, right back. That should be interesting. And then for the following weeks, it's when it will start getting very interesting. You know, midfield and the strikers, that's when there's going to be a lot of debate, I think. So it's, it's going to start getting interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. I can't I, honestly, mate. I'm not just saying it. I can't. I can't wait for that, mate, because it's um, yeah. it's really, really good, mate. Definitely. Yeah. Um, just a couple more. Um, I think we'll go two 0 up. The first half, play sexy football in the last 10 minutes, second half, and then draw 2 2. Wixie 2 2. And then um, Halsey said, Cheers, lads. Um, have a good um, Saturday. Come on, you horns. Yeah, Danny, mate, thank you very much as always, um, fellow. And I like I say, I can't wait for the debate about right backs. Um, yeah, we've had, we've had a few decent ones, we've had a few, so it's going to be interesting. 
I mean, let, let's be honest. We, we all know who the striker is going to be. You know, Troy. No, no one's taking his place. So it's just, just the other positions will be up for debate. Cool, mate. Right. See you tomorrow night, guys. Yeah.